In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Microsoft Paint of Fantasy Football. My name is Christian Brito. You can follow me on Twitter at CBritoFantasy. My name is Jeff. Joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! What's up, man? Uh, yeah, we are like kind of like the Microsoft Paint of Fantasy Football, right? Like old, kind of useful. Um, fun to play with, just like and us. Microsoft is also getting rid of Microsoft Paint now. Oh, just I FYI, I didn't know that. Did you? That's why. That's why I started off the episode with that because well, it's now going to be. It's now going to be gone that's, after this year. That's really really sad. Just FYI, I thought you knew that no, when I, I said that I was going to make that the intro. No, uh, don't bother following me on my personal account. You could just follow our uh, podcast at Eat Sleep FF. Um, that's where all the fun what? happens. But also follow him at his personal account, just because he needs to get those numbers up, man. Okay. Those are rookie okay. numbers. Dale at Dale, Dale underscore, underscore fantasy. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we have a really fun show. Uh, I say that every single time, but we really do this time. Um, we are talking about bounce back candidates, some guys who didn't do so well last year, um, who we think is has, are good candidates to have a much better year this year. Um, guys like you know Russell Wilson, Allen Robinson. Excuse me, that's for later in the show. I'm giving you just an example. I'm, it's called a tease, so you're just like you're getting that their appetites ready, and then mm-hmm. you know now they're going to want to stick around for another 15 minutes through right. the dick jokes and everything. Exactly. So, uh, speaking of which, if you're listening to us for the first time. I, I do want to mention we're a little bit different from the other fantasy football podcasts out there. And when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. <laughs> uh, we we tend to take this uh, game, basically, and not be as serious about it as others might be. Listen, we bring you very serious information, the stats, the news, all that is stuff that is useful. It's what you're going to use to win your championship. But we're going to present it in a way that's going to be full of uh, dick jokes and uh, nonsense and things that's going to make it a little bit more fun because the whole point of fantasy football is for it to be enjoyable and for you to mock your friends and to have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk some pop culture. Um, Kardashians come up every once in a while. Once in a while. Um, I cannot stop using Kardashian gifts, by the way, in chats. They, it's just like I'm drawn to them. Every single mm-hmm. Kardashian gif is amazing. Right. Um, For some reason, I can't stop using penis ones. <laughs> As our new writers in our WhatsApp chat will attest to. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, and we're going to introduce our writers. We're bringing on a whole gang of people uh, to help us bring you content, um, hopefully daily, you know, just different um, articles and uh, maybe lists, just things to help you out. Some long reads, you know, in-depth research, some, you know, quick hitters. Um, so we're just trying to having fun and winning fantasy football. Uh, to continue the theme of uh, announcing stuff, there's a couple of things I want to get out of the way. Some little pieces of news, things that we need to house clean. Adju- you know, house clean. you know, things we need to talk about. Exactly, house cleaning. Housekeeping. So uh, first, uh, housekeeping. Whatever, housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that word yeah, I without know. me. Going, I, <laughs> I clean now. Okay, so uh, starting now and moving on through the rest of the off season. We're now going to be putting out four episodes a week, yeah? Oh, I like it, I like it. Yeah, that's really good, man. Four episodes a week, so stay tuned for that. You know, it's a big bump up for Four or five, maybe, maybe five. Sometimes, you know, yeah, we will sneak in a fifth one there if you're lucky. And guess what? And guess what? They're Mm -hmm. all free. Oh, yeah. Not, no premium subscriptions, no, um, you know, secret hidden passwords. It's all free. We're not asking for anything. Um, right. it's just for fun and we're just bringing, pumping out the content. That's all. To be fair, Dale does ask for donations, like a ridiculous amount. I have so. not asked for a donation in two episodes. Easyfantasy.com. <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyways, we also finished giving away the uh, the Russell Wilson mini helmet Oof. Sunday night. That was fun. On Twitter. Uh, there was uh, 480 entries into the contest. Uh, do you know the name of the gentleman that finally won it, Dale? Do you have it ready there? Uh, sure don't, because that would okay, mean sure don't. that we are uh, prepared for stuff like this. I don't know why I asked you that then. Um, no, no, I, I guess his name, his name is Matthew. I'm not going to say his last name. Maybe he wants to be kept quiet. I don't know. But Matthew. What? Won. You don't want to say that he lives in uh, Illinois? <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew from Illinois won the Russell Wilson contest, yep. uh, to which you know a lot of people entered. Um, a lot more response to that than I thought we would get. Yes. But uh, we also are continuing the giveaways. This is going to be the summer of giveaways. We have a uh, signed Jeremy Hill football. What? Will be, the, will be the next thing that we're giving away is uh, amongst several prizes that we have left. So um, what you got to do for that, Dale, what do you think you got to do for that? I'm going to say I think people might have to do something on Facebook for us. Okay, good. All right, good step. All right. It's two steps here, right? Very simple. One, you got to like our Facebook page. And two... You gotta like the picture of the contest itself, so we can keep track of who's uh, who's entering the contest. Wait, that's hold easy. On. That's it. Okay, go ahead. That's all you have to do to win a mini football Jeremy Hill signed, auto- authentic oh, autograph. The oh. the ink is probably still wet because it's so brand new. That's all you have to do. Yes, Dale. All you have to do is go to facebook.com slash fantasy and like that page. And like a picture of the contest itself. That's it. Wow. Easy. Easy as Dale's mom. <laughs> nice. Why'd you say nice to that? Because you always make stupid jokes and I have to pretend they're funny. Oh, speaking uh, of... Wait, hold on. Can we just well, say... That, that hold on, hold on, hold on, bit. hold on. Look, we're going to skip the trivia. Um, we're going to skip the trivia of the day because I really want to say something really quick. Okay. I am sick and tired of the stupid kiss cam things, like the viral videos of the kiss cam. People... People don't buy into that, right? Like people don't think that's real. Do they? Do you think any of that's real? Like, I think at some it? point in time, some of it was real. Like the like maybe t- ten years ago, something crazy happened. That one time was real. All the others are just stupid, scripted stuff. Like the guy dancing to uh, what was it, like Bruce Springsteen, or or yeah, right? Was it? And there was like kiss cam with like you know people proposing, and the girl says no. That's all fake, and I hate to see that those stupid videos go viral. Wait, do you think that none of those are real? Because there's not definitely one. women that get proposed nope. to at, at not games on that kiss say cams. no. Not on kiss cams that are recorded. That's all bullshit. Okay. And that it just upsets me. That so many people like liking it and sharing it and saying, oh my God, this is hilarious. Didn't know we were having a daily gripe today. Nah, well, we are. So okay. we could skip the stupid trivia question. Or you can, ask, you can still ask it because that wasn't very long-winded. But I'm just sick of people. Sh- if you're following us and I'm following you, I'm going to unfollow you if you post one of those stupid videos. Is that too harsh? I don't mean to be mad. Wow. I want to unfollow you. I'm sorry. You're an angry person. (laughs) It's just, uh, come on. It's like, not another stupid, oh yeah, you know, uh, she's, you know, she's trying to kiss him and he's on his phone and he's not paying attention and she's getting really mad. Enough of that. So Dale, my question, (laughs) very simple. In the past 11 years, because I, I got to do this quick trivia question. This is very simple. Past 11 years, how many times has Drew Brees finished as a top 10 quarterback? A top three quarterback, I'm sorry. Top, top three. three quarterback. In the last in the 11 past years. 11 years. I'm going to say he finished, I'll say 50% of the time. I'll, you know, I'll say six, six seasons. That's a lot. I don't know. I'll say six. What is it? 10 times. Wow. In 11 years. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. He, he also has thrown at least 32 touchdowns every year since 2008. Yeah. And right now, he's the third quarterback on the board. He's going to be a top three quarterback. Oh, yeah. There's, sure. there's no doubt. Yeah, I agree. He, his his career low in those in that in that ten year span in that eleven year span. I'm sorry, is forty three hundred and eighty eight yards. 
you're looking yeah. at a guy that has thrown over 5,000 yards three times, has thrown over 4,800 yards six times. Yeah. Like he's, I'm sorry, 5,000 yards is four times. My bad. And uh, over 4,800 yards six times. Like he's going to do that same exact thing. I mean, he threw for 5,200 yards last year, 37 touchdowns. Um, there's no reason that he's not yeah. going to be a top I mean, three quarterback. I think it's again. safe to assume that tier one of quarterbacks go Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees in tier one. Right. I, it. you know, we'll get into some news that made me push somebody a little bit down. But all right, that was it for that. Let's go ahead right. and get into a little bit of news. All right. Uh, I'm not. So, do we have, wait, hold on. Uh, we kind of paused for that drop and I made it clear last time we were recording that I'm not doing the stupid news and news and notes drop again. But it's not the news and notes. It's the Noticias 23. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I'll play that. Noticias 23. There. Thank you. That's better. <laughs> I think I paused for a drop and I'm just like, where's the drop? <laughs> All right. Listeners like what, my podcast turn off for a second. Okay. Anyways, first piece of news. I think it's interesting. Dale thought it was, you know, it doesn't matter. Duke Johnson may be the slot receiver for the Browns. Huh? Uh, I put this in the too good to be true category. Okay. So here's what happened, right? Andrew Hawkins is gone. He's not a Brown anymore. Right. And so Isaiah Crowell, he's not a pass catching guy. Duke Johnson, like he's one of the better pass catching backs in the league and he's sure. he's not even that small. He's he's not a Danny Woodhead, right? Right. But he's one of the better pass catching backs in the league. And uh he's a guy in two seasons. I mean, he's got over a thousand yards, 114 receptions, first two seasons. He's very very good pass catcher. On and now let's not sell him short playing for the Browns. Which is hard to okay. do. Correct, correct. And uh so now the report is coming out on Monday that uh he may be th- you know, in line to be not a slot receiver, but the starting slot receiver for the Browns. I think that has some value. If you're talking about a guy that uh, is not only going to be the third down back, right? That's He's going to be the third down, at least in passing situations. Right. But he's also going to be the starting slot receiver. Now you add, you know, maybe 30 more catches to his game. Like, he's got a lot of opportunity now. He's going to be on the field a lot more than he even was before because – it's it's kind of Crowell's job. He, he established himself as the you know first and second down back, but Duke Johnson they want to get him involved. He's he's talented enough to be involved. So uh, you don't like him a little more because of this? You know, I mean, I just like I said in the beginning, I think it's a little too good to be true. I don't think that he's going to be able to hold uh, the you know position of a slot receiver and then come in as a third down back. I just don't see it happening. I think if he's just a slot receiver and he's not the third down back or he's not a change of pace back, there, there's, he's a little more valuable than he was. Just as a sole, you know, third down pass catching back, right? But doing both, if he actually does both, I think his value goes up a ton. And uh, you know, he's going to be on the field, you know, all the time. So, right. yes, if it if this rings true, if it's true. I'll be moving way up. We'll see what happens in preseason, how they use him. I just think if, you know, what happens if he has a limited role as a slot receiver and a very limited, you know, or the same role as a pass catching back? Eh, I don't know if he goes up that much. I guess I bump him up a little, a couple spots, but it's not crazy. I mean, last year, uh, let's let's not forget, he didn't have any receiving touchdowns, but he did have 514 receiving yards. Yeah, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. There, no, no, but it's I mean, it's not really. Is it fantasy relevant to have him as a starting running back on your roster? Okay, so let's say let's keep those receiving numbers the same as a running back. Give him what? 300 yards as a receiver. Then he's not fantasy relevant. Because he's also going to get three, four hundred yards rushing no matter what. So what slot are you going to put him in? Are you going to put him in a wide receiver? And are you going to be happy with, you know, three extra points from Duke Johnson over another another wide receiver? I just... Where are you putting them? I think this... I mean, I think this is a slight bump up to where he is right now. I, yeah. I, I honestly slight, do. I, slight. I'm not excited. I'm not excited for a slight bump up is what I'm saying. 
Okay. I mean, the, you, I mean want, you still have Kenny Britt and Corey Coleman. Hopefully, a healthy Corey Coleman. He, you know, he's supposed to break out last year, and Kenny Britt is nothing. You know, nothing just to throw away. I think both of these guys are going to get targets. I don't think Duke Johnson's going to be. Duke Johnson is currently being drafted as the forty seventh receiver off the board. You mean running back? Running back off the board. Uh, it's a little confusing when we're saying he's going to be a slot receiver. Okay, forty <laughs> seventh so, running back. So maybe off somewhere the board. like in the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth round. It's uh, to me, yeah, he's going in in the back of the eleventh in oh, twelve okay. team leagues. Okay. Um. I like it, man. I like him there. You can get him ahead of guys like Jamal Williams, James White, CJ Procise, Kareem Hunt. I'll take him over all those guys. I would too. I would too. Keep going. Who else? Uh, Kenneth Dixon. I think I'd take a chance on Duke Johnson over Kenneth Dixon. Derrick Henry. Mm, that's a tough one. All right, see, that's why I said it's a slight yeah, bump up. Yeah, yeah, he's going like, behind Terrence like, West. Well, that, I'd rather have him over Terrence West. Like, yeah. so it's he's going from forty seven to maybe forty. Yeah. Okay. I we we agree on that then. I'm okay with that. But I like him. Like hey. he's he's slightly underdrafted and should go up a little bit. And we have the same birthday, so that's cool. Just that's eleven, not 11 years later. Oh shit. He's, okay. he's about my same weight, so quit calling me fat. <sighs> He's of much taller than you. Okay. Transitioning from the dog pound into a guy that is set to start the season on the pup list. Yeah, that's good. Not, I'm sorry, the the uh, training camp on the pup list. Damn it, I messed up. <laughs> Andrew Luck, set to start the training camp as not a fully grown dog, but on the pup list. Give me that sound. Okay. I was not in favor of that drop for everybody listening. That's pretty All nice. right. There has not been a setback. He's still expected to start the season without his problem. But, man, this has been lingering for quite a while this offseason. Yeah. You know, I mean, we talked about this, I think, a couple of pods ago. We weren't really concerned until this happens. <laughs> and now it has. So, the you know, the concernometer went from, like, zero to one. Um, right. You know, there's like I said, there's no setback, but something definitely to watch for. I moved them down to my quarterback four. Not worth it for me. I'm keeping him where he's at for me. Where's he at for you? Three? Uh, he's three for me, and I'm keeping okay. him there. Yeah. Fair enough. I I need an excuse to move Russell Wilson over him. <laughs> I just can't and see. I, I, I yeah. just can't see putting Andrew Luck behind Tom Brady, you know, or Cam Newton. I got. Okay. I'll I'll be drafting Andrew Luck before either of those guys. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Next piece of news here. Uh, this one. This one actually gets me a little excited. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> Latavius Murray is a, set to open the training camp on the pup list. You know. <laughs> so this this is just precautionary. There's nothing behind it. But you know that I was a big Dalvin Cook fan. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, he's uh, not a gator. But um, I won't even say the other word. Even though he's not a gator, I'm a huge Dalvin Cook fan. And I, I was really hopeful for Dalvin Cook. But he went to the Minnesota Vikings after they had already signed Latavius Murray. So I hated, I hated the landing spot. Yeah. If anything happens to Murray where he's injured and he's not the guy at the start of the season, I I like me some Dalvin Cook despite the terrible offensive line and Sam Bradford being the quarterback and whatever. Like Dalvin Cook is an amazing running back to me. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know, man. What do you think? I totally agree. I think everybody is kind of in this boat. Nobody really likes Latavius Murray. I think people are drafting him early. Well, not early in drafts, but drafting him now uh, just because we're not really sure what's going on and he is the starter as of right now he's rb1 on that team Mm -hmm. dalvin cook is definitely more talented and just a better overall running back than latavius murray as soon as he gets a little bit of light just a little bit of a chance um he's stealing that role from murray and there's no chance murray's gonna take it back right uh the the one thing is i think regardless of whatever happens injury-wise Murray's probably going to be the goal line back for some fucking reason or one or another. Anyways, he's, he's a big dude and he's a good, you know, I think we talked about this earlier too. You know, he's a good goal line back, but Dalvin Cook's just a better overall running back. 
Uh, last piece of news here. We've talked about oh, this several times. And oh, go ahead. the Vikings really don't get on the goal line very often. So last piece of news here. We've talked about this several times. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's investigation is almost done, supposedly. The NFL is wrapping up what uh, what they've been looking into for Elliott. Um, you know, the investigation part's already complete. But uh, it remains unclear whether or not Elliott's going to be suspended. I think at this point, it just seems like a lot of speculation. Um, it's. I don't think the NFL has anything to stand on, but that hasn't stopped them before. So it makes it makes me concerned Look, that there's, there's so many little issues that keep cropping up. Exactly. And not all issues have made it to the media either. And I don't think we know everything that happens. Um, there's something there's something going on with him, and the NFL just doesn't like what they're seeing. If there's something there, he's going to get, you know, he's going to have to pay for it. Just uh, wait and see to see what happens. Right. So we'll keep you posted on that. Also, we'll keep you posted on a lot of these uh, guys that are set to start training camp, and they may start on the pup list. They may not be 100% like uh, Sammy Watkins, for example. He's right. reported that. We'll get into that as as we as the news comes out, if we deem it you know, important for you guys to know, but those are the pieces that we wanted to, to get out there. So, uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into the, uh, meat and potatoes here of the episode and talk about the 2017 bounce back candidates. Yeah, let's do it. Um, there's a group of guys, there's about nine, the guys that we talked about pre-show that kind of deemed that would be bounce back candidates, at least like we said, a candidate for it have a good chance at it. The first guy is your guy, Russell Wilson. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, um, from 2015 to 2016, his passer completions went down. He got a little bit more passing yards, but his uh, passing touchdowns, he had 13 less from 15 to 16, and he mm-hmm. threw three more interceptions. So didn't have a great season last year, mainly because or partly because of his health and his ankle. Why do you see him bouncing back this year? partly because or entirely because here's here's what happened with russell wilson last year russell wilson couldn't run dude like he just couldn't run so i'm going to read to you russell wilson's career in terms of rushing yards his rookie season 489 yards just shy of 500 year two 539 yards year three 849 rushing yards year four 553 rushing yards so we're looking at you know if we if we want to be consistent a little over 500 yards every year. Last year, 259 yards. Yep. With a rushing average of 3.6 yards when every year prior was at least five and a quarter. Right. Um, that's a gl- like that stands out as a glaring difference for me. A guy that usually has 100 rushing attempts had 72 last year for 3.6 yards. Like that's going to be different. There's absolutely no way that doesn't go up passing numbers whatever he's he's never been a prolific passer i know he had 34 touchdowns two years ago that's not really his game even though every single year his passing yards has have gone up i know last year they you know you mentioned they went up a little bit they went up by 200 yards they've gone up every year though 3100 yards 3300 yards 3400 yards 4000 yards 4200 yards like he's improving as a passer even though his percentage was a little bit more inaccurate last year um but those rushing numbers, that's not him. 2016, that's not Russell Wilson running. No, you're right. I mean, they took out, because he was a little hobbled, they took out his rushing game, and he had to pass a little bit more. He passed uh, probably about 60 more times than he did the previous year from last year. So, of course, his interceptions are going to go up a little bit. Like I said, he had three extra interceptions from one year to the last. Do you and... think he's another 4,000-yard passer? Yeah. I think so. Two years in a row, there's no reason for it not to be three years. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. If he's healthy, obviously his running game is what makes Russell Wilson such a great fantasy quarterback. I mean, that's what puts him up, you know, into the second tier for me is his rushing. If he if that gets taken away, he becomes just another okay quarterback that can throw. And I, you know, in the, a little in bit okay uh, offense. Sorry to interrupt. A little bit improved offensive line. I know that was a big thing that Armando harped in for the 2016 season. It's better this year. Okay. Not great, but better. And yeah. that's time, by the way. We uh, we went over. I forgot that we were supposed to do two minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's I'll, the, the... I'll do the buzzer for the next one. All right. Uh, setting timer right now. Next guy okay. on our list, Cam Newton. Why is he a bounce back candidate? 
go. <laughs> well, Cam Newton missed. Uh, he played one less game than he did from 2015 to 16. His completion percentage went down. He had less yardage. Uh, from 2015, the insane 35 touchdown season, uh, he had 16 less touchdowns than he did the year before. A little bit more interceptions. The rushing yards, again, Cam Newton, he gets a lot of value from his rushing yards. And uh, he just didn't have it last year. Um, the goal line carries weren't as prevalent as they were two years ago. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a mixture between 2015 and 2016 for him. I see him bouncing back from last year. Probably not as good as 2015. It's probably not as good as 2015. Probably, definitely not. Definitely I mean, not. He, He's he not had it. <laughs> ridiculous touchdowns in 2015, where he had 35 passing and another 10 rushing. Exactly. That's not going to happen. That's again. Nice. But here's what didn't happen last year that has happened every year in Cam Newton's career. He only had 359 rushing yards. It's the same thing. That's the outlier to me because this is Cam Newton's career. 706, 741, 585, 539, 636, and last year, 359 rushing yards. That's the outlier. There will be more rushing yards. Maybe not 35 passing touchdowns, but but he'll be in the 20s. You know, mid-20s passing touchdowns. It won't be extremely great. You'll get 3,800 yards in terms of the passing. It's not going to be phenomenal, but... Those rushing yards will go up. He'll be a top 10 quarterback, and I think he'll be solidly a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he, and he should be. He did have uh, shoulder surgery back in March. Um, I don't know why they waited so long. I don't know if that ever came out, but he did have shoulder surgery. Um, so they're all expecting him to be ready week one. I don't think that's a concern at all, but it's something worth keeping an eye out, see how severe that was. Again, it just throws a little red flag to me that, you know, they had the surgery in March and not right after the season. All right. Time. Did good Barely there, Dale. <laughs> Just made it. Good job. All right, man. So, next guy. Yes. On our list here. Are you yes. ready? Oh, man. I'm so ready for this. This one. This one's interesting. Andy Dalton, go. Oh, no, no. I went. I, you said go last time. You, Andy Dalton. Okay. Andy Dalton is a very interesting uh, Enigma? Is that the word I want to use here? Sure, because he has fiery red hair. What is what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I just want to. You're wasting my any. No, no, okay. All right. So, missed a few games last year. However, go back to 2015, Andy Dalton. Okay, look at these numbers. Tell me what you. He see. didn't miss any games last year, by the way. I'll correct that. Go ahead. Uh, excuse me. Missed a few games in 2015. Correct. And he had a bunch of players that missed games in 2016. That's correct. Everybody missed games in 2016. (laughs) Okay. Who's his number one weapon? AJ Green. Who's his number two weapon? Does he have one? Tyler Eifert. I guess. Number three weapon, Gio Bernard. Sure. All of them missed significant portions of the year last year. So you talk about those guys. You talk about Sanu leaving. You talk about Marvin Jones leaving. The guy lost his top five weapons. Sure. Okay. The previous two years, Andy Dalton was on pace to be a top 10 quarterback each of those two years. Now he missed some games in 2015. He was on pace to be a top five quarterback in 2015. He got injured, didn't do so well. Last four games, well, he got injured in four games to go, uh, missed the last three games. I think this year, with the health of A.J. Green, hopefully the health of Tyler Eifert, <clears throat> and uh, a few other weapons on that offense, you know, uh, you bring in a mix in, you bring in some other pieces as well. Andy Dolan's going to be a top 12 quarterback, and he's definitely not being drafted there. No, I definitely a great late-round quarterback for sure. Um you know, good backup to somebody. If you get somebody like Stafford or Carr, I'd go ahead and snag up Andy Dalton. I don't think he's valued as much as he should be. And don't forget, I mean, he has rushing touchdowns. He has three or four every year, and that's that's pretty sneaky points. Um, right. Definitely. I, I tweeted out about a week ago that uh, the only uh, non-quarterback in the top 10 
in terms of uh, rushing touchdowns over the last three years was Cam Newton. But, you know, not far behind on that list, the next quarterback was Andy Dalton. And if you had given me 10 guesses, I would not have gotten that. No, no. I would not have gotten Andy Dalton as the next quarterback on the list in terms of rushing touchdowns. But he got four last year, three in 2015, another four in 2014. That's yeah. something he consistently adds. And really, I mean, and, uh, I know it's and it's simple math, but I mean, if he gets four touchdowns, that's a quarter of the season. That you know, that's one out of every four games he's going to sneak in a touchdown for you. That's a pretty nice bonus. Got a couple, a few more players here. We got six more to go. Uh, let's get into some of these wide receivers, okay? So this guy, to me, pretty interesting. I, I don't know if I could say go anymore. Are we are okay. <laughs> Allen Robinson. Go. <laughs> yeah, I like Allen Robinson. I actually drafted him in the Dallas ESF and Friends League. I just think Blake Bortles is a very fantasy-relevant quarterback, and that makes a big difference to me. Uh, Allen Robinson's targets were there last year. He just didn't convert to touchdowns. I mean, we talk about a lot of these guys that had bad years last year, mostly due to lack of touchdowns is what really skews a lot of these guys. They're the same player. Allen Robinson, I think, is the same player he was in 2015. Just didn't get the breaks that he had. Um, and thoughts? that's that's the uh, that's the thing that, that probably hurts the most is that the targets were there. The, the receptions were slightly down. The touchdowns were way down, and the yards were way down. Like... What do you do with that? Because he had 153 targets in 2015. And judging by his numbers, you would think this receiver had half as many targets because you're talking about a 517-yard decrease in terms of his yards, uh, eight-touchdown decrease. But he went from 153 targets to 151. Yeah, The targets were there. Yeah, and the and issue is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, I'm sorry. That's what exactly what I was going to say. I was like, the opportunity is there, and that's half the battle. You give the wide receiver opportunity, and you know, things you get bad breaks from there on. Last year, you know, 2015, 2016, he had almost 600 or 550 yard difference. So that he'll close the gap there. I don't know if he's going to be the 1400, 14 touchdown guy he was in 2015. But he's he's a good thousand yard receiver with ten touchdowns. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, he's definitely he's a huge bounce back candidate for me. Um, uh, wide receiver one, top twelve quarter, uh, top twelve running wide receiver. <laughs> I have him just outside of my top twelve. I have him right now as my wide receiver fourteen. Okay. I I like him. I, yeah. I'm not that confident in him because his quarterback's Blake Bortles, but that is time. Ooh, just in time. All right. Our next wide receiver here on my this list. This is your guy. I don't want to talk about Martavius Bryant. He didn't play okay. last year. No, I'm sorry. I just jumped the gun. You did you... jump the gun. That's <laughs> not how the game works. All right. Martavius Bryant on me. Go. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this one's very simple for me. Okay. He's going to go from zero games played to 16 games. <laughs> That's a huge bounce back opportunity. <laughs> so if he plays one game, bam. <laughs> Boom. Infinite more uh, opportunity. <laughs> Listen, Dale. His first year, right, he, he had a very limited role in his first year. Only 26 receptions. Uh but he turned those 26 receptions into 549 yards and eight touchdowns. Okay, so the next year, only played 11 games. But he had 50 catches for 765 yards and six touchdowns. Give this guy a full 16-game season. He's a top 24 wide receiver in my book. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you. And no. it's, just, it's so hard to... Based off it, yes. Based off his limited um, time that we've seen, he's been awesome. But we just don't know how he's going to perform full season. Right. I just don't let him hang out with Johnny Menzel and Josh Gordon. Yeah. Like that's what you just need to do. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and don't forget, I mean, he he's still a third option in that offense. So how much is there to go around? Right. Um. In yes. Yeah. 
I think there's plenty to go around, though. I think that's one of the best offenses of football if everybody's on the field. Yeah. And um, that's what has me, for this year, I'm, I know I was the guy, the anti-Big Ben guy last year. I, I'm kind of in on Big Ben. I like you Big know, ben. so long as Martavis Bryant stays in and uh, we have a healthy Lev Bell, man, it's going to be a very nice Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Yeah. The only reason They're, I call him Big Ben is because I don't know how to spell Roethlisberger. And uh, so I just keep calling okay. him Big Ben. So I, I can type that. That is time. that is time on Martavis Bryant, but we were already on Roethlisberger. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> New game. All right. Do you want to do this or I want to do this? One of us needs to try to spell Roethlisberger. Nope. Okay, I can, I can try. I'm going to be wrong. So if there's any comedic value in this, I'll try. I'm actually quite confident I know how to spell wrong. I'm sure you do because you know stuff like that. Okay, you, yeah. you try, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Just know that it's at really the end, that hard, actually. the burger is not B-U-R. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it's R-O-E-R-O-T-H. T H L. This is riveting for everybody listening. By the way, I want to say I S Rothless, and then the burger is easy. B E R G E R. You got it. I, I think I could have gotten that right. I think I could have guessed that. It's really not that hard. All right. Yeah. Let's, now spell the cutter because I would not. I, I have no <laughs> idea how to spell cutter. Let's talk about Demarius Thomas here. All right. Next guy on the list. <laughs> Demarius Thomas. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sorry. Know, wait, wait, wait. Don't go. Don't go. I messed up the time right here. Two minutes and go. Okay. Demarius Thomas. Yes, he is a back-to-back candidate. He missed two games last year from the previous year. Um, he had more. I'm sorry. It's fine. Let's start that. Last back. last year was, if I'm not mistaken, the first time Demarius Thomas has underperformed his draft position. Last year was, but it's he didn't really underperform too much. I mean, he had 300 less yards from one year to the next. He only had one less touchdown. I mean, he just he wasn't a stud. That's all, and he wasn't getting the targets. He had 30 less targets, which I think hurt him the most out of everything he's done, everything he did last season. Right. He just didn't get the target share that he's but used that, to. Here's the question, though. So targets for me, that's king in fantasy football in yes. terms of a wide receiver. Well, when uh, when, when projecting, because you project based off opportunity. Right. So if you're talking about a guy who went 2014, 184 targets, that's beautiful. 2015, 176 targets, still beautiful. 2016, 145. That's That's a significant decrease for a guy who traditionally has been you know a hundred catch a guy a, a year guy the the previous few seasons and 90 catches last year on 145 targets you don't see a little bit of a problem with him how is he going to bounce back though is my problem I mean it what's changing is this I think this is just the way the offense is going to roll this is right. who he's going to be I don't I don't see him okay. getting another you know 30 targets do you uh and is it? I mean, he's still a stud. I mean, getting 100 plus targets a year is still pretty good. He's just not going to be that elite wide receiver with 150 plus targets. That's all. Here's the what was different for me about Demarius last year, and I think I think it could be better. His yards per catch was a career low. 12 yards a catch. That's not Demarius Thomas. He's a traditionally a 14, 15 yard guy. If he gets the same amount of production in terms of targets and receptions. I think he'll see a little bit of bump in his yardage and be a 1,200-yard guy with maybe seven or eight touchdowns and be a lot more consistent week to week. Okay. All right. I'm not going to argue with that. That's like, that's that's time right there. Hey. You're doing good on that. <laughs> doing real good on time. All right. All right Mar Miller. Miller. <clears throat> I, I don't know why I spent more time talking on the guy that was your go. But Lamar Miller had a career high in targets last year. Yeah. What was the only? What was the only? Th- I think you're you're gonna see a theme here. What was the only thing missing for Miller last year? <laughs> I'm telling you, all these guys. I mean, it's just the touchdowns. That's it's just it the touchdowns he had in his previous two years: eight rushing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns. That's all that was missing last year, baby. He yeah. just needs some touchdowns. That's all. <laughs> like, honestly, 
Because, I mean, he had 1,000 yards. Yep. He had 268 rushing attempts, a career high. Because in the previous year with the Dolphins, 194. That's not cutting it. Yep. The other well, thing is, he wasn't involved in the passing game, which kind of blows my mind a little bit. Because 47 catches for 400 yards the year before. Well, the passing game relies on the quarterback. The running game just relies on the quarterback handing it to him. And he right. had 74 more attempts rushing with 200 more attempts, or I'm sorry, 200 more yards rushing from the previous year. So both t- upticked, even missing two games, right. uh, he still saw more. So it's just the touchdowns, man. If he gets Lamar the touchdowns, he's, uh, he's an easy RB1 if he gets the touchdowns. And that's what we were expecting from him last year. We didn't get. Might be one of the more underrated guys this year, honestly. I, I don't... I don't see why we can't trust this guy more. Like the more that this episode is making me believe in Mr. Miller. Plus the guy behind him that was drafted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's not taking his job. <laughs> <laughs> he, the guy's not even have a job. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, definitely. I think I like Lamar Miller. It's just, you know, in the back of your head, you have to think he didn't quite get it done last year. Do the coaches have any, you know, are they wavering in confidence? I disagree. He had four yards of carries, just like it's just barely good enough for for an NFL running back. That's the threshold. Right. All right. If if Melvin Gordon can still have a job after putting up three point four yards his first year and three point nine yards his second year, Lamar Miller gets a pass for having a uh, thousand yards and four yards of carry and Deonta Foreman behind him who is not going to be playing. Yeah. So well, give me us. Lamar Miller actually. So yeah. right now, I'm gonna go in. And uh, and look at my personal rank for Lamar Miller because I need to find a way to put him up. Because where do I have him right now? I have him ten at running back. Never mind, he's fine. <laughs> that's uh, right. That's right where he deserves to be. Yeah, I have him at nine. Armando has him at fourteen. So yeah, we need to have a talk with Armando. Yes, I agree. Because he deserves to be a top twelve running back. Yes, he has Ty Montgomery. Ahead of Lamar oh, Miller. get the f- that needs to be a bet. <laughs> Jesus, right Real now change. Lamar Miller is going as the 13th running back in ADP. His consensus ranking on Fantasy Pros is the 12th running back. He should be top 10. Here's okay. That's time. I'm sorry. Let's move on. That's it. We got to move on. <laughs> okay, this is a strict game. You're a strict referee. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, Doug Martin, yeah. Dale. Yeah, Doug Martin barely played last year. He missed eight games. Uh, hold on, hold on. What? Go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Doug Martin's going to be a bounce back. He is missing games this year. He's going to miss the first three games of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was suspended four games, but don't forget he already served one. So he's missing the first three games of the season. The job will be his when he gets back. Not a problem there. Uh, beat reporter Scott Reynolds says he looks clean, crisp, strong, better than ever. Um, and I believe Scott there. So I'm excited for Doug Martin. What's Doug Martin's ADP, Brito? Doug Martin right now is being drafted. Holy crap, I'm having to scroll far down. As the 31st running back off the board, his consensus ranking is running back 32. Yeah. Well, see, it's really hard to take Doug Martin as your RB2. Right, I mean that's just because you're missing the first three games. You're getting him. You're getting him as your RB three in most places. Okay, that's a that's actually a, he's getting drafted as a middle to low end RB three, right around the same spots as guys like Danny Woodhead. I'm sorry, Jonathan what, Stewart. What rank in running backs did you say he was going? Thirty two. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I miss I miss Sergi. Thirty one in ADP, thirty two in consensus rankings. I'm sorry. Depending okay. on how you want to yeah, look that's at great. It. I agree. Uh, being your third running back is golden. Here's uh, a long list of guys going ahead of Doug Martin, and you tell me where you want to do with this. Mike Gillisley or Doug Martin? Doug Martin. Tevin Coleman or Doug Martin? Doug Martin. Frank Gore or Doug Martin? Doug Martin. Mm, Garrett Blunt or Doug Martin? That's getting closer. I do like Blunt a lot. I think if I was drafting today... And I was looking for my third running back. I would, I'd, I think I'd rather have the upside of Doug Martin, Jonathan Stewart, or Doug Martin, Doug Martin. And last but not least, let's do Paul Perkins or Doug Martin, Doug Martin. 
<laughs> that was time. Wow, we did a really good job on that one. <laughs> Do you agree with everything I said? Uh, most of those guys. I think he belongs in the top 30, and he's Are being you, uh, drafted the outside one, of that. I think the one questionable one was Jonathan Stewart. I don't know if I would necessarily I'd, I'd, take Doug Martin or Jonathan Stewart. For me, Gillisley, I think, is the guy that I'd rather have over Martin in that group. Interesting. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> that's another guy that I won't trust at all. <laughs> like... Yeah, maybe give me a guy that's been a top three running back. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave Martin where I have him right now, which is inside of my top 30. Next guy on this list, Duke, I don't think we need to talk about him again. Duke Johnson. Duke timer, Johnson. Go. We just talked about Duke Johnson. Yes. He's only going to get 10 seconds. Slight bump up. Top 36 wide receiver. Oh, my God. Running back. Uh, top 40 <laughs> running back. And he's going to have the dual. He will probably have the dual thing if he's actually deemed. A slot receiver, so that might benefit you, I guess. Yeah, with your rostering, I think it's it's great for people that draft him in a PPR league. That let's remember we're we're talking about a standard league in a PPR league. He's a high end running back three, if not a low end running back two. If he if he does get that designation mm-hmm. as a wide receiver as well, I want to go as far as saying running back two. Wait, how PPR. many catches do you think he's gonna have? I guess we will need these this time on on Doug Martin. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's going to get. Mean on, uh, I mean, you're you're betting that he's going to get thirty receptions as a slot receiver. How many in total? He's he's playing for the Browns. Listen, we need to have a whole episode called "Great Players on Shit Teams." Not great players. I'm sorry. Underrated great players. players. Great. I'm now sorry. you're calling Def- Duke Johnson great. Okay, we've gone great. too far. Yeah, I went too far there. <laughs> He had 53 <laughs> catches last year, Dale. 53 catches. In okay, so how many how many more catches do you say he could get? I I think he's getting 65 catches this year. In a P, he's he's a huge difference between what a, what he is in in a PPR league versus what he is in a standard league for me. He will be drafted as a top 30 running back for me in a in a PPR league, a top I'm probably going to put him like 26 in a PPR league, just outside the top 24. How can you have a problem with that? He had 53 catches last year, and he wasn't even designated as a wide receiver. Look, Corey Coleman is going to be healthy. All right, fuck it. And Kenny Britt, I think, can have a better season. Than Terrell Pryor had last year. Okay, that that's time. I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. Love you, Dale. Next guy on our list, C.J. Anderson. All right, we got four more minutes of this. <laughs> I just plucked a gray nose hair out of my nose. <laughs> this is It's bright white. <sighs> okay, you're old. We get it. All right, C.J. Anderson, go. You don't have anything for C.J. Anderson. You do not believe in him. He's on my list. <laughs> I don't like C.J. Anderson at all. I'm avoiding him. I don't, I've don't. i done several mocks. I've done several real drafts. And I have stayed clear way far of C.J. Anderson. Um, Ty Montgomery. If C.J. Anderson, Anderson, he only played seven games last year, right? He only had 437 right. yards in his seven games. Only 110 attempts. And he's fat. I think... He was clearly on pace if he had played a 16-game season to be well over, well over 220 touches. I'm sorry, 220 rushing attempts because that's also a factor, and he does catch the ball a little bit, 16 receptions in those seven games. Sure. So 250 touches for C.J. Anderson. For me, not outside the realm of possibility. Even with Charles there getting five, six, seven, eight touches a game for Charles. If Charles ever gets back on a football field, C.J. Anderson for me, he he's being drafted low end running back too. Like you you don't want anything to do with Anderson. I'm not not for the price that's being paid for him. In all my drafts and all the mocks I've done, he's gone as a solid RB two anywhere between fifteen to twenty range uh, among running backs. I'm not paying that price for him. Uh, like I said, Ty Montgomery, Eddie. I'd rather have Eddie Lacy or Ty Montgomery over him. C.J. Anderson's right now ADP is running back twenty-one. He is going. Okay. Ty Montgomery's going as running back seventeen. Give me C.J. Anderson. 
Nope. You want to make that eat bet? I'll make that <laughs> right now. That's time, and that's an eat bet for the nice. season. Give me C.J. Anderson over Ty Montgomery. No, I'll take that. You're going to eat lightning, and you're going to crap thunder. Eat that. Um, nom, 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 nom. Oh, again, big thanks to uh, Nick for... Um, <laughs> do you know his uh, Twitter handle? Do we give him a shout-out? No. no. Just way. thank you, Nick. I know his name. I know his name is Nick Wadsworth. Yes. Good guy. Twitter handle. Okay, I'm going to get you his Twitter handle. He deserves it. Duke of Worth. Duke of Worth. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, He's keeping track of all our eat bets. So what we do if you... If you're listening for the first time, this is the first season you're listening, we do eat bets every now and then where we just bet each other, and either we do weekly or season-long bets um, that we have to do something pretty disgusting. Last year, Christian ate pig's feet on oh, God. on YouTube. I think you can still look that up. Um, Dale I, had I ate a pickle a milkshake. Shake. Yeah. It was – I cannot eat – seriously, pickles gross me out. Like it, I think that ruined pickles forever for me. I blend mm. pickles in milk and drank it. And it was like, that was as bad as it gets. I, I but, gagged. It was bad. By the way, speaking of bad, Mark Ingram's being drafted ahead of C.J. Anderson. Get the fuck out of here with that. They're like, why? What do you mean, why? Why should I get the fuck out of here? Mark, first of all, Ty Montgomery, going back to Ty Montgomery, that dude's not going to have his job all year. Yes, he will. I, do you want to bet that? Do you want to... I look, will bet do do? right now. I make another bet. Ty Montgomery no, will not be the starting running back for sixteen games. Pretty much the games. same bet because if I I'm, if I lose one, I'm going to lose both. I'm <laughs> well, C.J. Anderson is probably going to get hurt. I'm just betting on Ty Montgomery not being a top twenty running back. That's all. Yeah. Let's all right. see. I mean, Ty Montgomery with his limited, um, his limited exposure last year. Ty Montgomery, limit exposure. That dude has no history as a running back, and people are drafting him as the number 17 running back off the board. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry, was he not the guy that got 16 carries for 162 yards and two touchdowns week 15? Give me, was, give me not the two guy? other games where he did anything. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, you know, six, <laughs> carries, for, <laughs> six you, carries for 40 yards isn't bad. I, okay, six carries for 40 yards. This is, I am going to now read all of t- because Ty Montgomery, I'm so sorry. I don't get it with this guy. His career high attempts. Let's, okay, is yeah, now you're going Yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah, because he was really only a starter for a handful of games. Dale, his next highest rushing attempts in a game is nine. He, I told you, it was limited. It's beyond limited. He's not a running back, a starting running back in the NFL, yeah. and he's not gonna. That job is not going to be his. I'll bet that all 16 games you really think that job's going to be his for 16 games yeah I do I do not I will make that bet and I will make that bet like like something big okay I bet you he has more attempts than any other than any other no, running I'm not back doing that, on that team. because he's going to start the season as the running back and then they're going to quickly find out that he's not a starting running back in this in the he's NFL good. he's shifty he's fast okay I mean, he's, he had over five yards per carry, a ton of, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, five times he had over five yards a carry. He played in 14 games and had 77 rushing attempts. They're going to give it to him more. You just wait and see. Okay. Okay. As, after he got now the starting like job. Now I Montgomery lover this, or not. I'm this just, is his rushing like, attempts after he him. got the starting job. Six, nine, 16, nine, Eight. If that's the guy you want to draft, go for it. He's going to have a more important role this year. They were they were trying, still trying to figure out what they were doing. They didn't okay. even have a running back half the season, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. <sighs> He'll be good. Last guy. He'll be good. We just, just have faith like in him. Eight minutes on Ty Montgomery when he's not even on the list. <laughs> Last guy on the list <laughs> is Eddie Lacy. Do you like Eddie Lacy at all this year, or is it just me? I don't like him, and it was pretty weird because I uh, drafted Eddie Lacy. Stop drafting my, people you don't like. Yeah, after I looked at my roster, I said, oh, shit, I drafted Eddie Lacy. Um, Why don't you like him? Because he's fat? Because that's that's not cool, man. <laughs> no, I, he slimmed down. He stopped eating so much Burger King. It's and, McDonald's, uh, by the way. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's breakfast is what's got him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's going to bounce back because he was out after week six. He didn't play again. 
Here's another guy being drafted behind Ty Montgomery. I'm going to get so much hate because the Ty Montgomery love, the people on Ty Montgomery's jock on Twitter is extreme. But whatever, at me, at C Brito Fantasy. You can at me. Go ahead. Yeah, not at eight sleep FF. Don't bring that <laughs> shit in my house. But uh, Eddie Lacy, he, he's going to outperform uh, Ty Montgomery too. He's going to be playing for the Seahawks. Seahawks running back. It's going to be solid. All he has to do is beat out Thomas Rawls, who can't stay healthy for the life of him. Give me some and, Eddie Lacy. And if he does? If he does what? If Thomas Rawls stays healthy. <sighs> that is a bad scenario. And say Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls, and C.J. Prosize are all very C.J. Prosize is not, is not going to run the ball. He's just a catch. He's going to be Duke Johnson, but just in the slot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he'll be, you know, the, the third down, you know, pass catching back. C.J. Prosize yeah. will. And Eddie Lacy and Thomas Rawls are going to have to battle for the first two downs. So I think Eddie Lacy will Lacey? get the majority of the first two downs and okay, the majority. all of so. the goal line carries. Um, that's By the not way, crazy to think. He's not a terrible pass catcher. All right? no, he's, His rookie he's year, 35 receptions. Second year, 42 receptions. It's not awful. No, right? not horrible. It's not horrible. Um, he's just, he just got fat. That's all it is. Well, I mean, he had Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball too. Yeah, I mean, 2016, let's just not look at those receiving numbers. Four catches. <laughs> Four catches. 28 <laughs> yards. <laughs> All right. All right, that's it for our bounce-back candidates. We spent uh, way too much time and time on Eddie Lacy. Uh, had to take up the extra last five seconds. Nice. Uh, time on Eddie Lacy. We did not fit C.J. Anderson into that time spot. <laughs> <laughs> we kept going even after the bill. But um, that's about it for that. Right, that wraps up okay. that segment. Okay? okay, before we go though, Dale, yes. we've got two uh, two listener voicemails that we got to play. Nice, uh, thank you. If you guys ever have a question, you can call five oh seven five oh seven sixty nine sleep. Again, that's five oh seven six nine sleep. Like eat sleep fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we just uh, I don't know if they're really questions. Um, I quickly screen these, but I don't really remember who's who. So we're just going to play the first one and then the second one. So hold on. Let me play the first one right now. Yo, what up, fellas? It's Mello in Sacramento. Uh, just giving you my bounce back candidates. Uh, these guys were hurt last year, but I think uh, they could bounce back this year. I'm looking at um, Keenan Allen, Brashad Perriman. And my number one, I have to say, is uh, John Brown. Yeah, that's it. Keep doing y'all thing. He's cool. All right. All right. So Keenan Allen, Brashard Perriman, and John Brown. Uh, not a bad list, to be honest. No. However, man, that's just, that's the injury roster right there. <laughs> I, I drafted Keenan Allen this year. The reports are glowing. For yeah. Keenan Allen in the offseason. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Brashard Perriman. 33 receptions in his rookie season. <sighs> I just, I don't know, man. He he played all 16 games. He, he was drafted very high. Highly touted guy. Um, he's the guy that I'm not sure I believe in in Look, that the, offense. The only reason you kind of kind of... Look at Rashard Perriman is because Steve Smith, Dennis Pitta, and Aiken, they're all gone. Well, that's um, why they got Jeremy Macklin for it. Yeah, exactly. By the um, way. So Jeremy I, Macklin's going to eat up that. Mike Wallace and Rashard Perriman are kind of like the same speedy guys. If Mike Wallace still has it, he's going to be that role that they need Rashard Perriman to be in, maybe in the year or two. Right. Good, good yards per catch, 15.1 yards per catch in his rookie season. The Plus, dude. That's Joe Flacco for you. The dude is 23 years old. He looks like he's 45. Have you seen Brashard Perriman? I have not. Yeah. Let's move on because I'm just going to get <laughs> mean. And the last guy was uh, John Brown? John Brown, yeah. John Brown. He was on everybody's sleeper list last year. Not sleeper, like just a breakout, a bust, like uh, a breakout um, as opposed to being a bust. Yeah. And... um I don't know. He was a bust. That's what he was last year. Only 39 receptions. 
it's just as much of an effect of Carson Palmer not being himself last year, but John Brown is just directly correlated with whatever Carson Palmer is going to be because he had a thousand yards and seven touchdowns in his 2015 season. Yeah. I think he's much more of a maybe 700 yard guy, four or five touchdowns, much yeah. closer to what he was in his rookie year. But uh, I don't see that thousand yard, seven touchdowns coming back. I don't know if, if Larry Fitzgerald, if this is his year to step back and show his age a little bit, John Brown is the number one receiver for Carson Palmer. Okay. He, I he could be a hundred target, hundred uh, you know a thousand yard guy. Maybe Fitzgerald takes a step back, but I think he's then it's still going to be Larry Show mostly for another year. I think so. Okay. Even even if it's not as good as it has been the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I also don't love this offense as much as I did a couple of years ago. Neither do I. Yeah. I don't. I don't like Carson Palmer <laughs> like I did a couple of years ago either. Right. But so, could he, yeah, thanks again, uh, Mello, for the uh, for the voicemail. We appreciate wait, it. Wait, 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 Mello? Yeah, it was Mello. Where where did he call from? <laughs> New York, I think. <laughs> it wasn't New York, but I just I, I was hoping you would say that. It's just yeah. all right. Next, all right. Carmelo Anthony probably does listen to our show. Yeah, he's probably so sick of the Knicks fans. All right, fellas, it's your legendary hype man. It's Austin on the phone. So if we're talking about bounce back, are we talking about bounce back from those from injury? Or are we talking about bounce back that had a really bad season? So if we're talking about bounce back for QBs, I really am scared of taking either Carr or Mariota. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. If we're talking about bounce back, I mean, there's so many players out there. Let's talk Marshawn Lynch. You think he's going to be good? We just heard today that he's going to be under 200 carries. Is this really going to be something that we're going to put our money into? So, uh, Hey, I'll sit back, relax, and wait to hear from y'all later. By the way, Austin is our hype man. Um, he, uh, he's he been our follower pretty much since day one, um, and we appreciate that, Austin. I'm pretty sure he listens to all the shows and all that stuff, very active on Twitter and emails and stuff like that. Um, so, Car Mariota, I think they both – bounce back from their injuries just fine i haven't heard anything negative have you no at all they'll both yeah. be ready for the start of the season without a problem yep yep and who else did he say he was talking about one more sean lynch oh yeah 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 under 200 carries if that's a report um, i think they're gonna run into the ground if they can if he's if he's effective why would they limit him um Listen, they're the not going to save him for another season. They're not. The Raiders last year felt like they were missing a real power running back. For some reason, they tried to give everybody a little bit of the work, whether it was Washington as the second guy, Murray as the primary back. They couldn't figure it out. They brought in Marshawn Lynch for one reason and one reason only, a Super Bowl run. That's what they want to do. And so they're going to wear Marshawn Lynch down he might be a little bit old. He might be injury prone. Whatever he can handle, they're going to give him. He's not valuable in a PPR league. He'll be just fine. It's a very good offensive line. My only concern is where he's being drafted. He's being drafted as the 11th running back. Like, uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. That's, I am. That's very high. That is really high. And so he's going ahead of Lamar Miller. He's going ahead of Isaiah Crowell. He's going ahead of Leonard Fournette. Okay, that's fine. It depends on what your opinion is. Sure. But um, he's right there with Todd Gurley. Like, Todd Gurley or Marshawn Lynch, that's not a question for me. I want Todd Gurley. Yeah. Lamar Miller, I'm taking over Marshawn Lynch. I don't get that one either. I I know there's the history of Lynch being great, but you don't know what he is at this point. He's 31 years old. Missing a whole year of football, like missing a whole year of football. That's pretty. I, that's that's a big deal. Now, if he's if he shows that he's still got it in the preseason, which he's probably not going to play a single down in the preseason, but if he shows anything, then yeah, he's going to try to run through a motherfucker's face. <laughs> all right, that's it. Rob, that's Robert Robert Kelly or Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I'll take Lynch. That's not close for me. Yeah, Tom Montgomery or Lynch. Uh. 
Lynch. C.J. Anderson or Lynch? Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, yep. me too. I yep. agree with everything. Yeah. That's not it. He's got potential. Man, but the 11th running back is just a little too rich for me. Yeah. That's his ADP. That's that's much higher than his consensus ranking. Like that's significant. Yeah. Again, Austin and Mello, thank you for the voicemails. Again, you guys can call anytime. It pretty much goes to my cell phone, and I just set <laughs> it to. Much uh, goes to my cell. <laughs> I just that's let it go to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. Just, um. So, anyways. All right. But it's not my cell phone number, so don't call me and ask me stupid questions. Yeah. Wow, that was rude. <laughs> All right, everyone, um, make sure to go to facebook.com slash Eat Sleep Fantasy or just search on Facebook for Eat Sleep Fantasy and uh, enter for the chance to win a Jeremy Hill football autographed by him. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at Eat Sleep FF. Remember, we'll be going four times a week this week, so tune in again tomorrow. We'll be back with more for you guys and any of the questions that you may have. You can ask them there. You can visit our website for our draft kit as well. Or you can give us a call at 507-69-SLEEP for any questions you might have as well. Yep. For Christian Brito, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.